Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Oh, nothing's gonna ever keep it down. Here we go. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley, to the morning after with Nick and Big J. Today is the 11th day of January, 2022. It's a Tuesday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. We yeah. are ready to go. Going to uh, add a little new fold into things here as we enter into a new year and another year of the old morning show. We're going to ask for your help this morning. Early on, we're going to switch things up a little bit in a thing that we've been doing for a while called Streaming Dumbass. And we'll give you all the details here in just a few minutes because it's going to be happening right around 630 or so. But let's just say we're going to need all hands on deck. And for you, the collective people of the Treasure Valley, to pay attention, agree or disagree. Agreed. Uh, Because it is going to be something that we can no longer do without you. So keep that in mind as we move forward. So please pay attention. If you want to go to Tool, we have you covered today. Uh, That show is happening in T-minus two days at the Ford Idaho Center. We would like you to go for free. There are still a few tickets available if you want to purchase them. Certainly we're not going to poo-poo that idea, but... If you want to go free o charge, we got you covered uh, a couple times over on the program today. We have a concert announcement for you, the Treasure Valley. What? If you are looking for a new show that's coming to town, we will give you details on one of those this morning. And of course, we also will get into fun and excitement in other ways, shape, or form, including a uh, we're going to hell story about drugs this morning and all sorts of other exciting issues mm-hmm. and fun. Did you watch any, and I mean any, of the National Championship game last night? Uh, I think I switched over for about 45 seconds. Look, and I'm you? like, what am I doing? I don't want to watch this. Yeah, I, I will and, admit. And, go ahead. And, well, that was the beginning when it was like 6 to 9. It was like, well, that was like that through the third quarter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so I was very surprised to see the final score. Yeah, uh, the they, Bulldogs ended up going on a run there and scoring the final 20 points of the game. But, uh... I also will admit I was wrong. I kind of thought Alabama would win in a laugher, but I also couldn't care that I was wrong, if that makes sense. <laughs> right. I really don't care about That's... the national championship. I really, honestly, I'll be perfectly honest, I don't, I mean, I really don't care about the college football playoff. Yeah, if there was some new blood, right? Right. And that's part of, I mean, granted, yes, Cincinnati and Michigan were new blood. So, uh, listen, I don't want to, you know, discount the seasons that they had. But I, I really, really, really don't care about SEC football. And it's nothing that they're doing wrong. I just find it fairly... I know it's fantastic athletes doing fantastic things. I just find the matchups boring as hell. And it's yeah. because I'm not from that part of the country. I, I, I realize all that kind of stuff. If maybe that were the case or I was a fan of those teams, it would be different. But I find it so boring and so... I don't know. It's just like the standard operating procedure, I guess, for college football. And it's just... It's just... I'm tired of it. I don't, I don't, I don't discount their success. I think it's a very awesome. Congrats! I mean, listen, it is Georgia's first championship since 1980, yeah. so it's not like they're winning this thing every year. I'm just saying, I'm tired of the rehashing of things over and over and over and over again. We're tired of Alabama. Uh, I think too. that could. Well, listen again. I'm not, I'm not going to discount their success. I think right. I'm very happy for them. I just wish there were other ways to go about it. I don't feel the necessity to tune into it. I it's guess. like watching the same rich people do the same rich things. 
Yeah, yeah. And usually I love it. God, I love watching rich people. I can't get enough of the Kardashians. I just, uh, for some reason, college <laughs> no. football is not something no, that I No, you don't. Into. Don't no, do that you're to right. yourself. You're right. Uh, let's get started this morning with some music on the show. Allison Chains are going to kick things off here on the morning after. It's Wood on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Huge changes in the 2C, Big J. Oh. I know uh, probably what, maybe. 15, 20 minutes don't go by without you or I having some sort of conversation about the Caldwell Industrial Airport. Well, we can't talk about it anymore. At least not in that way. Because yesterday, unanimously, the city council decided that for the first time in 45 years, since you were still in short pants, Big J, they are changing the name of the airport. Do you understand? Oh, man. No longer the Caldwell Industrial Airport. It is now... Treasure Valley Executive Airport at Caldwell and shall be referred to only as such, hence to forth. Boy, that's a mouthful. Treasure Valley Executive Airport at Caldwell. Uh, They think that the title will better reflect the airport's evolving role in the city. And the council envisions Caldwell as a vision center. Kind of like, you know, people go there for business, do business, fly into the Treasure Valley Executive Airport at Caldwell. And they wanted to kind of anchor the west end of the valley. They decided on the name change yesterday. The last time they changed the name again was 45 years ago. But they're still kicking around whether or not they want to put a cafe inside the airport. They're not sure. Well, no, for a while there was a great cafe. Right. They just don't know if they want to change it up and bring it back all in there. So... I ask you, Big J, have you ever flown out of the Treasure Valley Executive Airport in Caldwell? No. Uh, I thought maybe the, the plane that you took uh, to, to the Metallica show might have been out of there. No. But it wasn't? No, but I, I, I know people who do fly out of there. Well, sure. You are a uh, mover and a shaker. I've so. virtually flown out of that airport many times on Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, in one of your little fancy Big J planes? <laughs> yeah. So uh, on your virtual tour of the airport, how do you think it is? It's great. Would you change anything about it no. other than the name or to bring back the cafe? Cafe. So when I get out of the plane, walk over there and have a cup of coffee. Will that, would that let you do that in flight simulator? No. Uh, Not yet. Georgia defeated the defending champion Alabama Crimson Tide 33-18 to last night in the College Football National Championship. First national title in 41 years for the Bulldogs. They uh, grabbed a 19-18 lead on a touchdown with 8.09 left, and then uh, they grabbed another touchdown with 3.33 left, and then uh, did a pick six with about a 79-yard pick six with just a little over a few minutes left to end up winning the game and nailing it down for Georgia. Congratulations uh, to them for the victory. It's going to be a big year in 2022, especially if you are a Slipknot fan. Corey Taylor has confirmed that there will be a new album coming at some point this year. He tweeted over the weekend that Big Bleep is coming. Uh, he talked about how there was going to be a Slipknot album, uh, secret homecoming plans, etc. So he had himself some fun. In addition to an upcoming Slipknot album, he also promised a ZVN updates. That's uh, that's referring to Corey Taylor's feature film, Zombie vs. Ninja. He wrote the script to that movie, so he is going to be busy in 2022 for sure. Uh, any interest in that, Big J? I, I don't know yet. I'm not to say no, because Corey Taylor's been involved in a couple movies. I can't imagine you've uh, even partake in any of it correct no not really yeah yeah they're all horror movies which is a genre you tend to lean away from but uh well, it depends on the movie right well i mean for the most part i mean the last good horror movie you saw was um scream wow that was a long long yep. long time ago not even a shout out to cabin in the woods what a mess 
No, literally the last one I saw. Oh, you just watched it again? Yeah. Gotcha. Streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. You're probably saying to yourselves right now, what? What's going on? Why is streaming dumbass happening right now? And the answer is because there are changes being made, ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley. Listen, sometimes you go about things and you do stuff just because that's the way you decided it was going to happen or that's the way it's always been done. And sometimes things happen that make you open up your eyes and go, hey, maybe this is a way we can tweak and or improve upon something that we do because it's different and it gets other people involved. And that's kind of what happened with Streaming Dumbass. For the last couple years, we've been doing this segment, which is we have three movies. We strip away all the stars and the creators of and the studio that brought you and producers of crap. And we just (laughs) give uh, Big J a plot description for three random movies, and he has to select one to watch and review. And it's been going fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that particular recipe. Yeah, a lot of people uh, playing along. Exactly. But as we went on vacation for the last month and kind of had to switch things up with the streaming dumbass side of things, and we kind of put it more to you on the TDS Fiber text line as to which one would be involved, we were noticing the amount of people that were voting for these movies, and we're like, wow, a lot of people are into what movies we watch or like to have a say in what movies we watch. So Jay and I collectively got together and said, why don't we tweak streaming dumbass to instead of Big Jay selecting the movie, we treat it like normal, but you, the ex-listener, use the TDS Fiber text line to decide which movie Big J is going to watch. And so that's how we're going to do Streaming Dumbass here for the next couple weeks. See how it does. And if you guys continue to vote and continue to interact, and then maybe that's exactly how we'll keep it. But the uh, the basic breakdown remains the same. I'm going to give you three movies. I will not tell you the title. I will not tell you who stars in it. I will not tell you what streaming network or platform it's on. You just will get the plot description and then you guys text in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. And the movie that gets the most votes on the TDS Fiber text line will be the movie that Big J will agree to watch in a 24-hour period and review for you. And then maybe we'll tweak it more even down the line. Who knows? But... Do you agree to these new parameters of streaming dumbass, Big J? I totally agree. You now are taking the decision out of your hands and putting it into the hands of other people. And quite frankly, you don't know where those hands have been. <laughs> You're right. Probably in the toilet. So, good luck to everybody. And now you as the ex-listener decide which movie Big J watches. Movie number one in the not-too-distant future, a post-apocalyptic world has been rocked by a violent android uprising. A young woman and her friend desperately search for safety. Movie number two. A decorated Marine goes on a rescue mission to save his two young sons from a mysterious threat. As their journey takes them in increasingly dangerous directions, the boys will need to leave their childhoods behind. What is that, Marine 7? Movie, I don't know what that is. Movie number three. It's not Marine 7, whatever that is. Movie number three, a young man decides to move into his grandfather's dilapidated house in Long Island, New York. Searching for a path, he falls under the unconventional tutelage of his uncle Charlie, a charismatic, self-educated man who introduces him to some of the most colorful people he's ever met. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three are your choices. Now is the time to start texting in which movie you think Big J should watch tonight. 
Again, the simple breakdown, number one, post-apocalyptic future. Movie number two, Marine on a Mission. Movie number three, coming-of-age story where the kid meets funny characters. That's what you need to know. Now you decide which movie Big J watches. You'll have a couple minutes to vote. We will come back and we'll let you know what movie has won and the other movies that were in contention next on The X-Rock. That is Collective Soul. That is Shine here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Now for the exciting conclusion of Streaming Dumbass. Thank you all for the votes on the TDS Fiber text line. That's exactly what we were hoping for. The amount of people keep voting for the movies and Big J will now watch a movie. Let's go in order, Big J. What movie finished in third place? Uh, In third place was movie number two. Movie number two was called Encounter. That stars Riz Ahmed and Octavia Spencer. That was about the decorated Marine that goes on a rescue mission to save his two sons from a mysterious threat. You will not be watching that movie, but if you want to, you can on Amazon Prime. Movie number two? Uh, is movie number three. All right. That is called The Tender Bar. That starred Ben Affleck and Christopher Lloyd. It is also directed by George Clooney. Oh. And also on Amazon Prime, that's the story of a young kid that decides to move to New York, and then Ben Affleck's the uh, crazy uncle that tends bar and introduces him to crazy people. You won't be watching that, so I guess by default that means you'll be watching... Apocalyptic. Uh, movie number one, which won the votes. Thank you again for everybody tuning in. You'll be watching a movie called... Mother Android. It is on Hulu. It stars Chloe Grace Moritz and Algie Smith. And that's the story about a violent android uprising. The human race versus AI, Big J. Who will win? Well, we better win. Uh, We'll see. It's all about the movie. Uh, Big J will be watching Mother Android. It is available for you if you are a Hulu subscriber to watch for free as well. You could watch and compare and contrast. And that's the movie he will watch around this time tomorrow. Big J will give us a movie review for Mother Android, courtesy of Streaming Dumbass. Once again, thank you for all the votes. We'll keep this up, and your opinion will now matter as to what Big J watches for Streaming Dumbass. In the news today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. I know you probably don't want to think about it, but it's best to get ahead of things like this. And the IRS announced yesterday that... This year's tax filing season is probably going to be a little bit rougher than most. It's going to begin earlier and end slightly later and expect a challenging season, at least according to the IRS. Filing will begin on January 24th, which is 17 days earlier than last year, Big J. And the deadline for filing will be April 18th, three days later than usual. Apparently, it's going to be challenging for the IRS because of COVID resurgence and resulting staffing shortages and less funding from Congress than the administration had requested, so there's that as well. So IRS Commissioner Chuck Chuck Reading said that if you want to avoid processing delays, if you have a refund that you're looking to get as quickly as possible, then file electronically, avoiding a paper return, and do so as early as you can. And then you also may probably want to provide information for direct deposit, too, to make sure if you are owed money, it gets to you as quickly as possible. But looks like this year is going to be a pain in the tail, and... Maybe you have your W-2s already. That's a great start. But again, you can't file for 17 days anyway. But it is something that you need to be aware of because apparently it's going to be a trying year once again. Worse than last year. So keep that in mind. Tax season's fun, isn't it? Yeah. You try to get ahead of that kind of stuff or you just uh, you you set your appointment and let the accountant worry about it? Yeah, that's the accountant's job. Have you done that yet? No. Uh Uh-oh. 
Georgia defeated the defending champion Alabama Crimson Tide 33-18 last night in the College Football National Championship game, their first title in 41 years. It was a close game throughout. As a matter of fact, a pretty hard game to watch for most of it. But uh, grabbed the lead uh, for good on a touchdown with 8.09 left in the game and then scored the last 20 points of the game to kind of run away with it. Stetson Bennett, the offensive MVP, 224 through the air, a couple of touchdowns. Alabama had struggled on offense because they were missing their top two wide receivers. Uh, Their number one receiver got injured in the SEC title game, and then they lost Jameson Williams last night in the second quarter, and the offense just wasn't able to recover. Geno Smith could be in trouble. The Seattle Seahawks backup quarterback was arrested early yesterday morning on a suspicion of DUI. He was arrested by Washington State Patrol, released on his own recognizance, and so he has got some issues he's going to have to deal with for sure. And if you are excited about this, uh, congratulations, you got a trailer for the very first look at Bel Air, which is the Peacock version of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but it's a dramatic retelling of it, you understand? Oh. So it's a whole new cast, all sorts of stuff. It's still put together by Will Smith. He's going to kind of play the uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson role in the Young Rock sitcom. Okay. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like he's he's not actually in the show, but he kind of serves as like your, your bookend. Teller. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The narrator, if you will, kind of telling you and setting you up for what's kind of going on. And so Will Smith is definitely going to appear, just not like in the show. So it's a little bit more of a dramatic retelling of things. The first three episodes will be available for streaming on February 13th, and then it'll be a new episode every week for the first season. But you can now take a look at the first trailer of it if you're interested. Three, the X rocks. We're going to Minnesota for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Oh, Minnesota. And I think the uh, the moral of the story, if there is going to be one today, would be, number one, don't do drugs, but... A solid second place behind that would be we got to do better collectively at our excuse making. You know, I know it's not exactly high priority on the list, but my uh, guess would be that if you are, you know, partaking in illegal activities on a fairly regular basis, having something in your back pocket to at least attempt to explain away some of this stuff might be beneficial to you and whatever future you plan on having. Oh, like what? I don't know, man. I mean, just having an idea as to why something would be happening or why you're involved in illegal activities or at least something to give pause to why it would happen would maybe be beneficial because the excuses that our, our drug addicts of our uh, our country are coming up with on the fly are not great. Improv skills are poor. I'll put it that way. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe that has something to do with the drugs they're taking. Maybe you're right. Which is why when you're of clear mind and body is when you should probably come up with these excuses. Well, we can lie better when we're clear minded? (laughs) I would hope so. Certainly better than under the influence. Hey, how did this get here if Uh, it's not yours? Right. And that's exactly where the story revolves around. As we meet uh, 37-year-old Brandon Chiak, who got himself pulled over by uh, police in Mankato, Minnesota. And uh, as he was... You know, kind of getting questioned about whatever he was pulled over for. Police noticed that he seemed to be a little bit, hmm, let's say, under the influence, if you will, Big J. And so they asked him to step out of this vehicle and they uh, actually started to pat him down. And that's when they found a fairly big sized bag of methamphetamine in the waistband of his sweatpants. And that's when they, he pulled out the old excuse that we I'm sure police officers have heard much more than you and I have to in this show, which is, oh, that's not mine. That's not mine. 
and police are like, you're, you're telling me that the 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 methamphetamine that we just found tucked into your waistband between your body and the sweatpants is not yours. And he said, yeah, 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 listen, uh, these aren't even my sweatpants. And Tom's <laughs> like, what? And he's like, yeah, well, you may notice these these sweatpants, they're, they're a little tight on me. They're not exactly my size. Uh, I borrowed them from my friend. And and, they, and then they, sure the police are like, did. Oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, my buddy, he's only four feet, one inch tall. That's why these pants are so tight on me, and they don't fit me that great. And he said, and the cops are like, okay, did, so did then. Did they belong to Joe C? <laughs> and that's what the cops are like. They're like, oh, well, if there's somebody else's sweatpants, why don't you let me know who they belong to? That way we can figure out who they is. And that's when his excuse started to fall apart because he couldn't come up with a name. He said it started with a J, and then he didn't know him that well. And the police are like, well, if you don't know him that well, how you are borrowing pants and then what happened to your pants that you needed pants to borrow and his whole story just fell apart right there on the spot tough to come up with a reason why you're wearing somebody else's pants in a pinch uh, unless you actually have a story to back that up do you know what i mean yeah unless I mean, it's true right unless there is an actual read like you're not gonna believe this so here's what happened why I'm, I'm having to use somebody else's pants and then you know you have to come overcome the entire other hurdle as to why there now is methamphetamine in the waistband of those pants. yeah when i borrow my friend's sweatpants i usually check the pockets first you give it a good once over right yeah just to make sure like you know if you're if you know you're met you're borrowing your meth head buddy's pants you want to make sure that, that you're not having any meth accidentally in those sweatpants but listen mistakes happen uh and that's exactly what happened here so his story fell apart he was charged with felony narcotics possession uh he's got a pretty lengthy rap sheet already big J. Convictions for fraud, burglary, receiving stolen property, disorderly conduct, assault, DWI, theft, narcotics, possession, check forgery, domestic assault, and driving with a revoked license. So this just adds to the CVS receipt style rap sheet that this gentleman has in his uh, backyard. So he's got some issues. Looks like he'll be going back to jail and uh, I don't think he'll be taking the meth with him. And I'm guessing he'll probably have better fitting pants in prison as well. So he doesn't have to worry about uh, the tight sweatpants that he may be in sure he'll one day find a shiv in there this isn't mine i don't know how this got here (laughs) these are my prison pants my buddy shit it's not my toothbrush i turned into a knife morning after with nick and big j there's your we're going to hell story it is the x rock stp that is vaseline here on the morning after with nick and big j i don't think i am speaking out of turn when i say the fast food footprint in the world is a fairly competitive one agree or disagree big oh heck yeah sure and so there's always going to be something that your favorite or least favorite fast food restaurant is going to be doing to try to set them apart from the competition as they're trying to get just a little bit a bigger piece of that pie because listen we're all eating out more than we probably should be i know you have changed your lifestyle recently and have uh, kind of taken off fast food from the menu congratulations big j hope that is going well and it continues to do so uh but this does seem like in uh, big j's past life something that would be right up your alley but it's having some unforeseen consequences for a fast food place that uh, i will admit i enjoy now it's been probably god i want to say two three years since i've had this fast food place only because oh, your favorites, there's huh? not there's not that many in the treasure valley and the ones that are here are not anywhere near where i am i'm talking about arby's big j 
It gets oh, a yeah. lot of crap. There used to be one right down the street from the station, which was uh, really bad for my diet because that was one that I would frequent on a regular. But now the one that is closest is off of Milwaukee, which is actually technically way out of my way. And so I rarely, if ever, go to Arby's, which is unfortunate. But you like the spicy stuff. Agree or disagree? Baby? Oh, man. Hell yeah. And so Arby's is, I don't know, have you seen this? They're getting yes. into the, the the really, really spicy world. And quite frankly, I'm surprised considering uh, their actual space in this whole fast food market, how long it took them to get into it. But they're, calling, they're getting what's offered what's called the Diablo Double Dare. And it's a really, really spicy concoction, basically. They're they're really playing up the spiciness of it. You can get it as a roast beef sandwich or a chicken sandwich, but they're going to have ghost pepper jack cheese, fiery hot seasoning, then they throw on fire-roasted jalapenos, and then their super spicy Diablo barbecue sauce, all new, and then they serve it on a red chipotle bun. So everything about this is spicy. Now... They are playing up how spicy it is, and they're trying to get you to try it by offering a free vanilla shake. You know, the dairy to cool things down a little bit after you try something spicy. But the the weird thing that is happening, Big J, and it's happened before, is it's scaring people. And let me tell you why it's scaring people. Uh, you may have noticed one of the things I talked about was a red chipotle bun, right? And uh, what they're doing is they're using food uh, or, or food coloring to change the color of this bread to make it, you know, red, big, bright red to really play up the spiciness of it. You know, you eat with your eyes, as they say. Yeah. And so it's a way to really talk you into, whoa, I'm biting into something that's going to be really, really spicy. Even the bun is spicy. Uh, but what's happening, Big J, is it's turning people's number twos very red and so they're thinking that they're they have blood in their stool oh no after they eat because you know listen it's really spicy so it's probably messing with your gut you turn around and the toilet bowl's bright red you're like oh my god what happened it has torn up the inside of me and so they've had to say hey listen guys if you if you see red in the toilet bowl after you're done it's probably a byproduct of what's going on with the bun. Now, this isn't the first time it happened. If you remember, uh, Burger King had the black Whopper buns that they used food coloring right. for, and it was turning people's poo different colors, and it was freaking them out as well. So anytime you factor in food coloring into your diet, it's going to play some interesting games with your internals. So now uh, they have to be very careful because that doesn't necessarily mean that there can be something more wrong. Of course, there could be blood in your stool if something else is happening. They just have to say probably not related to the food that you're eating, but not a great, a great side effect of this brand new promotion no. that you're trying to put together. If it makes people think that they're really, really, really sick because of it. So I guess it technically means mission accomplished because they want you to tear up your guts eating it, but they want you to know that it probably isn't going to happen all the way. So just and it does suck. Clear. I would love to try that. Uh, it, it see that I, I don't. Uh, you'll have to explain that to me one day. How what pain has to do with enjoying food? Because that doesn't sound but fun. See, it, you, you assume that it means pain, but with all that hot, super hot stuff, there has well, there to be also some pain. Be a lot of flavor in there. I'm sure there is, but so I, there you go. But flavor and pain don't necessarily have to go together for me. Uh, listen, for I, you. I, you, you know, I can't eat hot stuff, so this is not for me anyway. I just, but this seems to be like we're trying to hurt you as you enjoy this uh, or pretend to enjoy it, uh, whatever kind of food that you're eating. But listen, if you're into it and you like super spicy stuff and you don't mind your poo being red, maybe check it out. Maybe it is for you. And you get a free vanilla shake, so why not? Duh. Morning After with Nick and Big J.
There's a part of me that thinks that this is just giving people too much credit and another part of me that just thinks it's probably a good idea for it to stay over in the UK where it's happening. But the United Kingdom has decided that people are being too wasteful with their food, Big J. And they are going to do something about it. Their first move, they're removing expiration dates from milk. They think that a sniff test is good enough. Uh, and getting rid of the expiration dates on milk is a great way for people to stop throwing milk out. Because usually, uh, if you have an expiration date on something, it's still good two to three days afterwards. It's kind of like a good idea to use by kind of a thing. And they feel like, you know, for generations, we were able to tell if a milk was bad by just, you know, giving it a good once over with our noses and going, okay, that smells good or that smells like it's bad news bears and it's curdled and I shouldn't drink it. And so they're deciding to go back to that form of food spoilage or not. And I'm not sure if I like that. I mean, I feel a little bit safer with the best before date on it. That's just me. Uh, I am usually very cautious about dairy kind of stuff because, listen, there's a fine line between, you know, things going totally bad and kind of bad, and you don't want to be wrong in either portion of things. Yeah, Because sure. if you drink bad... I, I, I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you once, but I, I have once drank bad milk, and it was one of the worst experiences in my life. Where you, you put it in your mouth and you're like, hang on, that's not milk, that's cottage cheese, and it's just not, it's not good, it's not great, and it's a its a situation that happened when I was, I don't know, like 11, and my babysitter wasn't paying attention, and I like I remember it like it was yesterday, that's how that's how awful it has, it, it feels to drink terrible milk. Yeah. I love so, cottage cheese, so it's not a problem. Yeah, but you don't want to drink it. And so, you know, there is a situation where it can be bad if you take bad milk so here's if tests a real thing though you can do it it is but <laughs> this is what that usually happens is that i'll take it out and yeah it'll be maybe a day past and in the in the recent past here that was the milk is there to make mac and cheese okay uh and so i look at it and i'm like yeah i sniff it and i go okay that smells right but i want somebody else's opinion uh-huh. and then that's when things go wrong because they think they smell something that's bad yeah because now do you show them the date or not no do they know? Then, uh, then they probably know that I'm. It's a questionable. If you're situation. asking them, yeah. then then you don't know. Okay, yeah. So does that kind of like You know, does it give your nose bias? Is what I'm saying. I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, I will say better safe than sorry when it comes to foodborne illnesses. So there's that. But Let's I don't play know. a game. Like, see, the other thing is, is I can't trust my nose all the time because you know the only reason why I have milk in the house is because I have young children. And so they eat cereal and they have milk with their breakfast every morning and all that kind of stuff. But like I, I at, over Christmas, I, I literally smelled milk that still had like three days left on before the expiration. And it didn't smell that great to me. And I was like, see, I'm not going to serve my kids this. And so I didn't because it didn't pass my smell test. But there was, n- there was no reason why it shouldn't. And so now I'm, I started thinking, am I smelling things that I'm not supposed to be smelling? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, the good news is it's not happening over here anytime soon. It's just happening over there in the UK. But I feel like it's it's a weird form of Russian roulette when you're messing around with milk that could be bad or could be good. Yeah. Georgia beat Alabama 33-18 last night. They are your new national champions in college football. Congratulations. First championship in 41 years for the Bulldogs. 
Something really cool happened yesterday. Rachel Balkovic was named the first female manager of a Major League Baseball-affiliated team. Ooh. The New York Yankees hired her to manage in the minor league. She joined the Yankees organization as a hitting coach in 2019, will serve as the manager for the low-A minor league Tampa Tarpons next season. The 34-year-old was a catcher for softball teams at Creighton University and the University of New Mexico. And then she started her pro baseball career as a strength and conditioning coach with the Cardinals in 2012. So congratulations to Rachel. That is pretty damn awesome. And I am uh, unreasonably excited, and maybe you are as well, for the release of Jackass Forever. It is going to come out on February the 4th. And yesterday, Paramount Pictures released the latest and final trailer for it. So you can see uh, Johnny Knoxville and Steve-O and Chris Pontius and Dave England and Wee Man and all sorts of stuff do crazy stunts. And then there's a whole new slate of people involved in the filming of the movie as well including Eric Andre and a couple of the new people to the Jackass crew that were featured during Shark Week uh, because the movie was supposed to come out a couple months ago but it got postponed to February because of COVID-19 but now it's definitely coming out so the latest trailers out there if you want to see people uh, do terrible things to their bodies and get hurt in uh, unmentionable ways Down on the morning after with Nick and Big J. I don't know if you heard this or not, but two days from now at the Ford Idaho Center, uh, we will have Tool playing a concert, man, and it's going to be badass. And we have tickets right here for you that are free. You just have to earn them by beating me in Pop Culture Smackdown, which hasn't been that difficult right now. 208-287-1003. That is the phone number that you can call if you want to get in on this tool action for the show in two days. That's what you need to do. Good luck to everybody, Big J. Good luck even to you. No, thanks, man. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Let's go to the phones, get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, The X. Hey, how you doing? Good, buddy. What's your name? Logan. All right, Logan, you're up first. Logan, today is Kim Cole's birthday. She was big in the 90s as a star of the sitcom Living Single, but she got her start as Tootie on what 80s sitcom? Lots of help. Um, Facts of Life. Facts of Life. Right. Is correct. Big J. Today on this day in 1755, Alexander Hamilton was born. He has a pretty popular musical based on him, but what U.S. currency is he on? Um, yeah, Hamilton. Can I can I ask a friend? No. Can, can I ask you? No. For help? I know. Oh, okay. I wrote the question. I know the answer. Uh, I'm gonna say the twenty dollar bill. Wrong. The fifty dollar bill. Wrong. The ten dollar bill. Right. Alexander Hamilton is on the $10. Here's the thing, uh, Nick. It's been a while. I'm not allowed to have cash. So it's I've forgotten the faces of the presidents. Alexander Hamilton, fun on the $10 bill. Congratulations. Is he fun? Yes, he's nothing but a blast. Hey, uh, congratulations, Logan. All it takes is one question today to get in on the action. You're going to go check out Tool. Listen, when we get down to it, I'm just all about the Benjamins. On Thursday. That is true. So. Uh, and uh, Benjamin Franklin, your favorite president. Is that correct? <laughs> no. Don't sure. trick me, pal. <laughs> just making he sure. He was not a president. Oh, we're having fun. How about we see what's going on in headlines? That'll happen next on uh, 100.3 The X Rocks. <laughs> with Nick and Big J. 
Headlines brought to you by another Half Price Friday beginning this Friday, 9 o'clock, xrock.com. You can grab $50 to the Barrel House Pub and Grill for just 25 bucks. They'll make your taste buds happy. Beer battered finger steaks, half pound barbecue bacon burger, grilled salmon salad, or even some barrel smoked wings. It's delicious, Ooh. man. Try their weekend brunch. Pair your custom omelet with a carafin man mimosa or a Bloody Mary. And if you're feeling romantic, you can reserve a date night in the vault for a gourmet dinner, drinks, and some dessert. Check it out for yourself. $50 to the Barrel House Pub and Grill. $25 beginning at 9 o'clock on Friday at xrock.com. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Ho, ho, oh, no! I mean, come on. And headlines follow up. I mean, come on. Some people will do just about anything for their pets. And Jessica Neves has written an open letter that's circulating online. She posted it to Facebook on January the 3rd, specifically to Vitamix. You're familiar with that, right? Oh, yeah. The uh, They have a Facebook page. And in her letter, she explains that she bought a Vitamix blender. But they've been unable to even unpack it in the two and a half weeks they've had it because their three cats haven't left the box alone for a minute. They know that they put the box of the blender still inside the, on the kitchen floor for a moment, and the cats immediately started playing King of the Hill with it. Jessica also requests that the company send her a new Vitamix, three of them to be specific, so each cat can have their own. The company responding, saying they would gladly do so, so she was able to scam three Vitamix blenders out of the company, man. What the hell? Just move your damn cats out of the way. What are we doing? And why are we rewarding this behavior? That's a lot of money. I was going to say, they're not cheap, right? How much are they? Uh, a lot. I mean, 400 plus. That's crazy. Yeah. What does it do special that other blenders don't? It's just got power, man. It'll get through that. Get whatever. It'll blend whatever. All right, 289 is what they're going for right now. But back in the day, they're different models. You spent $400 on it. No. We didn't. Ho, ho, oh, no, or headlines follow up. (laughs) Ho, ho, oh, no. Chimneys are not large spaces, Big J. And Montgomery County firefighters in Maryland were called to remove a man who got stuck in a chimney near Silver Spring early Saturday morning. Rescuers had to remove the whole damn wall and bricks from around the chimney in order to release the dude. The individual was taken to a trauma center because, listen, when you get stuck in a chimney, you're going to break something, I promise you. No word on the man's motivation for getting into the chimney, which, by the way, was not his home. My guess is he wanted to break in. It didn't work, and he got stuck in the chimney halfway down and broke God knows what while he was in there. What a fun little treat. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, how does that work out in your head? Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, e- even if you are going to sneak into a chimney, odds are it's still a little bit of a free fall, right? Before you get into whatever you're climbing into and then it's a whole nother animal altogether unless you think you're like ethan hunt or you're doing some sort of crab walk down the side like there's not as much room there as you think obviously (laughs) no no there definitely isn't it is not a way to get into a place nor should it be and it usually will uh will result in you severely injuring yourself as is the case here listen people don't be out there ethan hunting okay We said it before, we'll say it again. That's a verb. Save it for Tom Cruise. Wrapping up with headlines follow-up. Remember we talked about a Florida man who was arrested last summer for swinging an alligator around by its tail to try to teach it a lesson? (laughs) He was just in court and he accepted a plea deal to somehow stay out of jail. 33-year-old William Hodge stole a live alligator from a miniature golf course, swung it around by the tail on the roof of a building, 
Police then watched him attempt to throw the reptile off the roof, but he failed and then started to stomp on the reptile. That is when he was approached by police saying that he wanted to do it to teach it a lesson to keep him, the alligator, and other reptiles from attacking humans. In court, the judge agreed to keep him out of jail but gave him probation and ordered him to undergo a mental evaluation. He's also barred from ever owning any kind of animal or going anywhere near any kind of miniature golf course in the state of Florida. <laughs> uh, it's a weird sentence, but also, I mean, I don't know, man. Like... That should be a jailable offense. I mean, I know it's an alligator, and alligators aren't exactly friendly with people, but it's not cool to just, like, try to throw something off a building and then stomp on its face just because you don't like it. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a weird lesson to be okay with. Uh, but I guess at the end of the day, the crazy dude that swung around an alligator won. So America, right? Or Florida, to be more specific. Right. Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's... Your headlines. You're up to date on everything. That is Bad Wolves. That is Lifeline here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. As promised, we've got a band that's coming to town that you need to know about. It's another 100.3, the X concert announcement. Well, Big J, the people want all the details. You should give it to them. Yeah, well, on April 17th here, 2022, uh, at the Knitting Factory, uh, our friends in 10 years are making a return to uh, the Treasure Valley. It's been a bit, of course. Uh, they were part of our X Bash that got uh, broke up. They had... Uh, a, a, had to leave that tour because of COVID concerns, but they're back at it now on a headlining tour. Black Map and Varsity are coming along with them. Tickets will be going on sale uh, this Friday at 10 a.m. That is a really good bill, in case you're curious, man. Black Map is very, very good. Varsity, very good as well. So you're getting a pretty good lineup of bands there when they come to town on the 17th of April. So why don't you hear some band that's going to come to town? That would be our friends in 10 years. Here's a song called Novocaine. It's on the X Rocks. Go. That is Novocaine, 10 years here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Recap it all, my friend. Yeah, uh, we got some uh, some bands happening here. 10 years, you just heard Novocaine there uh, coming to town with Black Map and Varsity at the Knitting Factory April 17th. And uh, tickets go on sale this Friday, 10 a.m., presented by The X. So make sure you are ready to go. It'll be great to have those guys back in a headlining kind of atmosphere as well. So that's going to be pretty damn awesome. Show's a Sunday night, so you have that to look forward to as well. So it's all happening. It's all presented by The X Rocks. Enjoy it, my friends. It's going to be a good show. We are going to send you to a show that's going to be happening fairly soon with a little thing called Bad Impressions, which is next on the X Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Tool, baby. It's not just an instrument you use to build stuff. It's a band. And they're going to be here Thursday at the Ford Idaho Center presented by The X. We've got your tickets right here for free. You just need to simply figure out bad impressions. Hey, this concert is a pretty big deal, and you could go free of charge. 208-287-1003 is our phone number. Bad impressions works like this. Big J's got three clues. Now, each clue points to somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, and you're going to tool on us. Good morning, The X. Hello? Hi. Hi, my caller, X. Yes, sir, you are. What's your name, please? Jesse. All right, Jesse, you're up first. Good luck, man. I was just recently adopted by the Manning family last week during the Manning cast on Monday Night Football. Uh, next one. When I'm not sipping gin and juice, I'm smoking the smoke in Ontario, Oregon. 
Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. That is, is right. correct. Good job, man. You're gonna go check out Tool on Thursday. Hang on one sec. Jesse will hook up with you. Hook you up with all the information that you need. What was Clue Three? Just for fun. For Shizzle, Martha Stewart and I are besties. And why is Snoop D O G in the news? Get ready for this, Nick. Snoop Dogs. According to recent legal filing at a federal trademark office, uh, Snoop is going to be selling hot dogs. <laughs> so, and other types of sausages. Careful, don't don't have a hernia again. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, uh, but interesting enough. So back in 2016, uh, while on Kimmel Live, uh, he watched a step-by-step process and how hot dogs are made. And he said, I ain't never eating a mother bleeping hot dog again. So he must have changed his tune. Stoop Dog's a liar now. Well, or he's just decided, you know what? I miss my hot dogs. Hey, listen, just because he's making money on them doesn't mean he eats them. There's also that. Listen, uh, Snoop Dogg, it has an empire. And oh, yeah. it, it is crazy. And he he is uh, partnered up uh, in, in an advertising campaign for a, uh, a home security company called Vivint. Uh, and him and uh, uh, Nathan, Adop- Abadaba. Nathan Abadaka from Idaho Falls, the dog face oh, 208 yeah, okay. guy, uh, are in this commercial together. And so, uh, I mean, he's just everywhere. He's got games. He's, he's just beyond what what we could ever have thought would be possible. From I mean, Snoop it's Dogg. crazy to think that that this is where Snoop Dogg is. But you're right. He he has and he's gotten into like I mean, there isn't a now, especially that he's in the food service industry. There isn't anything left for him to dive into sports games, sports. Yep, he does. He's got that peacock thing where he and Kevin Hart comment on the game after the game. I mean, like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Whatever, and, and he'll talk about anything you want to talk but about. In the '90s, just think about it. There's no <laughs> way you no. would ever would have thought that that would be possible. No. America, man. Yeah, uh, something else. Good for him, I say. Uh, and uh, hopefully, Snoop Dogs are delicious. Uh, and I mean that in the best way possible. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. Greta Van Fleet, Built by Nations, wrapping up the Morning After with Nick and Big J on this Tuesday. Thanks for hanging out with us. We had an opportunity to kind of put a new fold into streaming dumbass this morning. It was your votes that decided what movie Big J was going to watch tonight on Hulu, and it is called Mother Android. So you will have a chance to enjoy that, and you'll get a full review of that tomorrow. We reminded you that if you're going to borrow somebody's sweatpants, make sure you check that waistband so that there's not any methamphetamine in there. Otherwise, that gets you in trouble, in case you're curious. Arby's new sandwich is making people think they got blood in their stool, and we even had a concert announcement, Big J. All about 10 years coming to town on the 17th of April. So it was a pretty decent Tuesday show, and that leaves you with the floor. Well, yeah, if you want more details on those things and missed out, you can check out the Morning After podcast uh, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, weird red flag here for public health crisis, Nick. Uh, it, it seems that negative reviews for scented candles correlate with a spike in COVID cases. Negative. What, what are people negatively reviewing candles? So, uh, they're like, ah, this candle sucks. I can't smell it. Oh. It sounds goofy, <laughs> but it turns out some hard data backs up the premise, according to the Washington Post. So, because they have COVID, so they can't smell anything. Yes. And they think it's, they got a bad candle because they can't smell it, but they don't realize they're sick. Yes. What a treat. 
Well, uh, I do love that that's our first Wait, and, and <laughs> knee-jerk response. Non-scented candles did not have the same problem. <laughs> you're, you're kidding me. So there's real science for uh, I love it. Uh, way to go, everybody. I love that our first response is to uh, immediately jump on the internet and complain about stuff and leave terrible reviews for things. Uh, that's our priorities, buddy. We got them well, well in line. A reminder that it is easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's I pre-check button. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com and you are good to go. It's going to do it for us. Jason Drew is going to come in here next. We will see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one at CX Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.